everyone, the show you are about to watch or listen to has been recorded before the fires on Maui and the devastation that we saw in the town of Lahaina. We wanted to take a moment to step in here and address the situation so that you are informed. If you are interested in helping in the rebuild effort and to help the locals on Maui, please take a look at our Keholani's Instagram page points to travel expert. She has a highlight bubble on the Maui fire and there are lots of different ways that you can help to directly impact the residents and the locals on Maui. If you have any upcoming travel plans to Maui, we highly suggest that you cancel or postpone those plans as they have limited resources and a lot of the accommodations are going to be used for displaced residents. We're sure there's going to be other times when you can travel to Maui when they've rebuilt, but for now, it's best if you probably postpone your plans. And while we are in the business of points and miles, we are very much aware that American Airlines is offering a very good incentive to donate to the Red Cross through their portal. We highly suggest that you donate directly to the residents of Maui so that it could better impact the locals on the island. I have a highlight bubble on my page called Maui Fire, where I have links where you can donate directly to families in need through their Vemno accounts, as well as their GoFundMe. GoFundMe also has 46 or more pages of verified families that you can donate directly to. If you want the funds to reach the families sooner and you're comfortable donating through Vemno, there is a site called Lahaina underscore Ohana, O-H-A-N-A underscore Vemno. This is on Instagram. And if you go to this page, it's a brand new page that was started yesterday. It has almost 7,000 followers already. Every single Vemno on this page is verified. The money will go directly to the family so they can use it to buy food, pay for anything that they need to, even pay for their taxes for their land, which is upcoming and due soon for them. This will help them to keep the land that they own. Here at Let's Get to the Points, all our thoughts and prayers are with the residents of Maui, and we know that you will build back stronger than before. Let's Get to the Points is brought to you by Seats.Arrow. Coming up on Let's Get to the Points. Nicole, you're not in your normal place. Where are you in? I believe you went to a concert. We are in Rome. I'm currently staying at the Tribune. This is a JDV Hyatt Hotel. So last night, we ended up at the Travis Scott concert. I don't know how I let these kids bamboozle me into these things. Just like you bamboozle them to go into El Salvador. <laughs> <laughs> and later. My name is Sarah. Thanks to Keholani's stunning recommendation. We've booked our first leg at Alila Villas Uluwatsu in Bali. What are your recommendations? Kehalani, she's calling on you specifically. What do you got for? Sarah, I'm so happy that you booked that hotel. You are gonna love it. Now, let's get to the points. From passion for points, it's Serena. From points to travel expert, it's Kehalani. From travel sergeant, it's Mikael. From Nicole's Travel Tips, it's Nicole. And from Seat to a Suite, it's Mitch Shannon. 
Hi there, and thanks for watching today on Let's Get to the Point's audio and video podcast, where we bring you the very best in tips and tricks in the world of miles, points, and travel. I'm Mitch Shannon, joined by my best friends who know a lot about points, miles, and travel anywhere you look on Instagram and social media. First up from Passion for Points, it's Serena. Hi, best friend. <laughs> From Points to Travel Expert, it's Kay Halani. Aloha mai kako. From the Travel Sergeant, it's Miguel. Yeah, what's up? And from Nicole's Travel Tips, it's Nicole. Hi, everyone. Now, before we start, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and wherever you watch or listen. The video and audio versions are also available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify at Let's Get to the Points. Also, let's connect, tag us, or drop us a DM on any one of our social media channels. Let's do it. Let's get to the points. All right, before we start tonight, we just all want to give a huge thank you to our new sponsor, Seats.Arrow. We love them so much, don't we? We love them. Yeah, absolutely. That's true. Yes. Yeah, I've really been digging into the app, and it's just so nice that I can sit there with my phone in my hand and do exactly what Miguel does at least 100 times a day, searching and looking <laughs> at all the different routing, right, and trips. Yeah. yeah. But I just need to get a lot more points that's all i need to do that's oh, the only yep. thing that i need that's oh, yeah, it that's a problem <laughs> miguel you used it recently for your trip to london right and for that fabulous lufthansa first class yeah that's right so it's a lot easier using seats.arrow to find the lufthansa first class so when i previously booked it last year and the year before i had to manually search using the united calendar and i was searching route by route i was searching to chicago to miami different destinations to try to find something but seats.arrow actually has a tool called lufthansa first class finder and it's awesome because it actually shows you all the routes and what's available and it's usually within the next two weeks so i searched today and it shows me seats available on any route they fly for the next 10 days. So that was cool because instead of searching every destination, I just go on that page and it's showing me, you know, to get to Frankfurt or to get to Munich, these are the airports you can fly. This is what's available day by day. And it's the same thing to leave Germany. So it shows you anything that's available. If you just want to get back to the U.S. from Frankfurt or Munich and what's available and it tells you how many seats are available on each flight. That's what I use and that's why I was able to switch out my flight and fly on Lufthansa First Class again with my brother on our way to London via Frankfurt. Yeah, we all know how much you love First Class on Lufthansa Miguel and it's great that seats.arrow can help you find all that as well and what's cool is you don't usually find a lot of savings with seats.arrow and we're able to offer you a promo code that's really going to help you save some cash depending on which plan that you take all you have to do is go to seats.arrow and then when you go to sign up when you go to check out look for the promo code area you want to put in our special code it's LGTTP think of it as let's get to the point so it's L GTTP. And here's what it's going to save you. So if you want to do the monthly plan for the first month, it normally costs $9.99 and it's only going to be $7.99. So it's going to take $2 off the first month. But where you can get some really big savings with this is if you sign up for the annual plan. Now it normally costs $99.99 for one year, but what seats.arrow is offering our listeners and viewers is to get $20 off that annual plan. So that's a pretty big savings if you actually do the annual plan. So once again, 
Thanks to our new sponsor of our show, Seats.Arrow. We really appreciate them. All right, now we've been getting a lot of comments and questions on our YouTube page. And thanks to everyone who follows, likes, and comments. Recently, one caught our eye, and it was from Marcus Young. He was watching our recent show where we talked about some of our biggest mistakes in the travel hacking world and said that one of his biggest mistakes early on was not saving chase points for Hyatt, that he used about 200 thousand for airlines and transfers where he could have drawn down from Capital One and City instead. He says, my heart aches when I think of all the Hyatt nights that he missed out on and that he feels that it really should be one of his top 10 travel commandments of travel hacking. Would you guys consider coming up with the other nine for a future show? Well, here we are, Marcus, and we loved your comments. So thank you for that. So I've got certain rules of the road for myself that I always follow when it comes to all of this and I'm sure some of you guys have them as well so I thought it would be interesting to start off the show tonight and go around the table and have each of us give our top two golden rules that we follow perfectly and talk about them a little bit more so Miguel what are your top two golden rules that you follow perfectly and that you would offer Marcus so the top one would be regarding mistake fares whether it's a flight or a hotel and that is book now plan later so these things can disappear in like minutes. So I would just book it and then worry about whether or not you could actually take that trip. And for the second one, I would say always try to use a referral. So if you're going to get a new card, if there's a referral from a friend or a family member or your favorite content creator, then maybe use their code, but only if it's the same as a public offer or higher, because obviously you always want to do what's best for yourself. Try to use somebody's link. Otherwise the bank just keeps those extra points. Adding on to Miguel's um, mistake fair tip, this also applies to award travel availability as well. So if you hear of award availability for specific flights, it's also a book now worry later situation because that award availability can dry up just like we saw with Starlux. We talked about that last week. And then I'll share my top two tips. So one of them is when I am booking award travel and I have to pay the taxes and fees, I'm always using a credit card with travel protection. This goes with if you are paying for a flight with cash or when you're paying taxes and fees on an award ticket. The travel protection that comes with these cards can include trip cancellation coverage, trip interruption coverage, trip delay insurance, lost damaged or delayed baggage insurance, emergency evacuation. All these things can be covered when you're using the right card to pay for part of your trip. So some of the popular cards that have this coverage include the Chase Sapphire Preferred, the Chase Sapphire Reserve, Capital One Venture X, and the Amex Platinum cards. And when you use these cards in certain situations for flights, you can get reimbursed for non-refundable and unexpected travel expenses. Okay, so my number two tip is it's okay if you can't hack the entire trip with points and miles. There are some cases where you may have to pay cash and that's okay. Sometimes you might not have enough points to cover flights and all the hotels. That's okay. Sometimes it makes sense to use miles when the cash price is very low. Sometimes the best experiences don't involve using points and miles at all. Like for example, in Marrakesh, I just booked a Riyadh and 
And staying at a Riyadh in Morocco is something that is a requirement for true experience in Morocco. And I paid cash for that. You are winning if you're saving money in some capacity by using points and miles for part of it. Doesn't have to be all of it. Nicole, what are your top tips? Yeah. I want to add to what you're saying about the value of points and miles, and you don't have to hack the whole trip with points and miles. Normally you would hear that you want to get two cents per dollar for the points that you are using. So meaning if you are using, let's say a thousand points, which is valued at $10, you want to get a value of $20. Now that could pigeonhole you and you don't want to limit your options. I would say as long as you're getting more than a cent per dollar and it's convenient for you, and that's the way you like to travel, then you Use your points the way you want to use them. That would be my rule. You can travel any way you choose to, whether it's first class or coach, whether you want to stay at a Marriott or you want to stay at a Hyatt, any way you want to travel, and that would be the best way for you. My second commandment would be never use a debit card. To add to what Serena was saying, there are protections available using your credit card other than travel protections. So there is fraud protection and there's also purchase protection on credit cards. Many credit cards offer you a purchase protection where if you purchase something and between 90 to 120 days if it is lost stolen or damaged they may offer you a replacement or your money back for the item you purchased using your credit card and most debit cards do not have that kind of protections so think of this as an investment in the valuable items that you are purchasing and you want to make sure those things are covered how about you mitch yeah nicole i would say one of my top two rules of the road for me is to have a plan for every credit card that you get i would say that's something i actually struggled with very early on in all of this. When I was getting into points and miles, I was all into the blogs. They were really big at the time and I'd feel like I'd have to get every credit card that they were always talking or blogging about. And then I actually had to stop myself and say, you know, what am I going to do with these points? One of them that I got early on was the JetBlue card and that was a long time ago. So I've actually been sending on all these JetBlue points for these years now without a plan to use them. So so since then, I've really dialed into only getting cards if they make sense for us. So whatever Paul and I, we talk about where we want to go, I make sure that we can find or get a credit card that's going to fit into that travel plan. Now, Marcus, the second rule that I always follow is being very disciplined with what we earn on our spending. In fact, I'm a little bit strict about it as well. Paul reminds me sometimes, why are we doing this? But, you know, our goal is to get a minimum of two something back for every dollar that goes out of our pocket. Two cents, two points, two miles, two of anything. And you can do that with even a credit card that has no annual fee on it as well. So what we've even gotten really good at is using the cashback portals and the other ways to maximize our return for every dollar that we spend. In my younger days, I wasn't always the best with credit cards and finances in general. And in fact, I'm going to admit this, I'm even not so proud of the fact that way back when I actually let an American Express card go to collect and then I even let it go to be charged off as well. I did pay it off though, and I think that's why Amex and me were, you know, good friends again. But I also think of that's where I learned a lot of my discipline where all that comes from. So I think you really need to make some mistakes in order to grow and learn to become better and smarter at all of this travel and credit card hacking. So those are just a couple of my top two rules that I follow 
perfectly. Kay Halani, what are your rules? I have two tips to share with you. But first off, I agree with you, Marcus. Save your chase points for Hyatt if you can. I'm so glad that you learned that and know that there are a lot of cards out there and you can go get yourself some more chase points. So don't worry about it too much. My first tip is to utilize transfer bonuses. Move your points over when there's a transfer bonus. Study past transfer bonuses. And before you transfer your points over, know at least three flights that you want to buy on that airline's website with those points and miles that you're transferring over. Points are like money and stocks. I kind of think of it that way. Do you want to let your points sit or do you want to take a risk and let it work for you? The credit card company and the airline or hotel can close out your account. We don't own any of these points. If the price of the flight increases by 30%, you are still in the win and break even. Take the risk. The odds are in your favor. Now, my second tip is don't get caught up in shopping and stacking and the deals come and go. Stay within your budget. That's our tips for you, Marcus. Go out there, get your points and have a lot of fun with this. Absolutely love it, Kay Halani. I love all of your rules and tips. So thank you for sharing. Hopefully Marcus and others will find each of our top two rules of the road helpful and we'll make sure to get those on our website, which is coming very soon. So we're teasing that a little bit. We're going to have a new website. Look for that a little bit later on. Now, changing gears, Nicole, you're not in your normal place. Where are you in? I believe you went to a concert too. How was that? <laughs> yes, Mitch, we are in Rome. I'm currently staying at the Tribune. This is a JDV Hyatt Hotel, and it is inside this wall of inside the city. Yesterday, my son, and he's somewhat of a deal finder, figured out that Travis Scott was performing his opening concert for his tour not too far from our hotel. So last night, we ended up at the Travis Scott concert. I don't know how I let these kids bamboozle me into these things. When we went to Germany, he had us at a Premier League I think I'm saying that right, soccer game. So, so far, he's got to live out a lot of his dreams, thanks to Points and Miles. Just like you bamboozled them to go into El Salvador. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're the second person that said that to me. I'm like, how am I at this concert? And my friend's like, well, you're dragging them to El Salvador. Are you not? <laughs> it's been fun staying here. I think we lucked out on the weather. So just a little backstory. It's about a year now we have been traveling using Points and Miles. Last year was our first trip to Europe and we came at the end of July and we just missed the heat wave. The weather here in Rome is now 72 degrees and about a week ago it was upwards of 90 in the morning. So I don't know if this is a hack but we've done it twice and in late July early August the weather seems to be very forgiving in Europe. So we've had a lot of gelato, a lot of pasta, tons of walking and I think we're doing good. We even got to visit the Vatican yesterday. I was able to call my dad and he was so excited. I sent him a postcard because there's a post office at the Vatican where they give you stamps and everything and you can send a postcard directly from the Vatican. So this is our third stop in our five stop tour. So let's see how we do. I think the travel fatigue is beginning to set in, but I'm gonna give them some Red Bull so you know they can 
chip her up and continue on <laughs> to the next stop. And I wanted to say one of the flights that we're going to take is thanks to seats.arrow. So I booked this fantastic trip and we had our way to get here, but couldn't figure out how to get back. And when Miguel put out his reel about seats.arrow, that's when I used the tools to be able to figure out how to travel from Europe back to Miami. And there was no direct flight from Rome that was within our price range. So we now have to hop from Rome to London and then back home. But thanks to Seats.Arrow, that was probably the best routing and saved us a ton of money coming back. So I wanted to tell you a little bit about the two hotels we stayed in. So we just came from Hyatt-centric Murano, which is on a little island close to Venice. We took the water taxi from Murano to Venice, and then we took the train to Rome. It was about a four-hour train ride. This hotel is pretty close to the train station. We just had to take one short bus ride. Now, I don't know what people think when they come to Rome, so spoiler alert. A lot of the sites are beautiful. The Colosseum, amazing. The Pantheon, gorgeous. The Trevi Fountain, it is fabulous. But these things are plopped right in the middle of the city. So you ever seen the Instagram reels that say reality versus Instagram? Just be prepared. The Trevi Fountain is perfect. It's clean. But then when you look on the other side, it's really like it's in the middle of the alleys of buildings. So come enjoy the sites, but just know the city is built directly around all these ancient monuments. Monuments. It's like these pieces are stuck in time, but the city is growing up around it. So just a little travel tip when you guys come to Rome. One more tip. The people here, I don't know why, but they don't pay for public transportation. There is a machine to pay, but no one pays. So we have been riding the buses for free. No one asks. <laughs> we don't do anything. So if you come to Rome, you can test it out and see if it works for you. You know, we're always here to save a little bit of money and eat more gelato and more pasta. Nicole, can you tell us how many points you spent on your hotel? So at the Tribune, each room only holds three guests. So we had to get two rooms and we spent a total for three nights of 78,000 points in total for both rooms. The rooms are really nicely decorated. They use a lot of purple and we got upgraded not to a suite but a more premium room and we have the only room in the hotel that has a wraparound balcony. I'm going to show you a little video here of the room and one of the other things is they told us at check-in which I loved is that all the things in the minibar are included. There's non-alcoholic drinks and alcoholic drinks as well as snacks. They even left us a bottle of wine in our room. So this is a Hyatt hotel? This is a Hyatt hotel, yes. It's one of their JDV collection hotels. How's the breakfast? The breakfast is mainly buffet. They have a few cook-to-order items like eggs, pancakes, and waffles. They specially make the coffee, which is delicious. Italian coffee is just absolutely amazing. So isn't there a deal right now with independent collection hotels where you get 20% back if you're a card holder? Yes, that is true. I currently don't have the World of Hyatt credit card, but that was one of the times that I wish I did. They are giving you 20% back on selected hotels if you are a card holder. I almost stayed at that hotel uh, last year, but I didn't find any nights available for when I was there. So I ended up staying pretty close to there, maybe like five, six blocks at a choice hotel, which I, I made a reel about it previously, how people really don't pay attention to choice hotels. You know, it's always like 
Marriott, Hyatt, Hilton, and IHG. And Choice Hotels, I mean, I think that's one of the most underrated hotels there in Rome. It's called Hotel Principessa Isabella, I believe. And I booked that for 10,000 points per night. And, you know, the rate on that was like 400 euros a night. So it was an incredible deal. It's not luxury, but it's it's a great location. I mean, it's just down the street from where you're at right now. And it comes with free breakfast, continental breakfast. But I mean, that's a really good deal. And, and it holds three people also. So it's a pretty good deal, I think. Tell us how you transferred your Chase points. I earned these Chase points from the Chase Inc. business card cash. My husband previously had the card and he referred me to the card. So we got 40,000 points on the referral. And we had signed up at the time where it was an elevated offer for 90,000 points for 6,000 spend in three months. And so once we earn those points, we transfer them to Hyatt and use Hyatt to book. Now I also use Max My Points to find this hotel availability. At first we were staying in a room that holds four, but the pricing for that is the same as if you got two separate rooms. So I'd rather have two rooms with two bathrooms than pack everybody into the room. I think my kids are sick of me at this point. And so they're grateful to have their own room. <laughs> okay, so Nicole, you've been to Amsterdam on this trip, Venice, Rome. What's your favorite city on this trip so far? Amsterdam. Hands down, it's Amsterdam. I will definitely go back. In fact, I think I want to go to Amsterdam next year, head to Paris, catch the Olympic vibe, and then see where it takes us from there. We have one more activity planned here, which I think is going to be the culminating activity. We are going to be doing a pasta making class tomorrow. We have lots of video of that. I want to see that. Yeah, I already bring the selfie stick. I'm going to ask them, can I set it up in the corner? Hopefully we're the only ones there. So let's see. Okay, Nicole, you are making me hungry. Will you please FedEx me some pasta in your pasta making class, please? (laughs) (laughs) It's on its way. (laughs) All right, good. FedEx it to everyone too. We're all waiting for your pasta. All right, thanks everyone. It's time to move on to Ask Us. Greetings from beautiful West Palm Beach, Florida. My name is Sarah and I'm excited to share with you that I'm marrying my favorite person this fall. We have the opportunity to optimize our wedding spend, to earn lots of points and miles to cover our dream honeymoon in Southeast Asia. Thanks to Keholani's stunning recommendation, we've booked our first leg at Alila Villas Uluwatu in Bali. But I do need your help to finish out our dream honeymoon plan. So here's the points we have remaining. We have 300,000 Chase Ultimate Reward points and 90,000 city thank you points to finish out our dream honeymoon. What are your recommendations on flights, hotels, and experiences? I can't wait to hear your recommendations. Thank you for all the content you create and the positivity that you bring to the travel space. I can't wait to hear from you. Okay, thank you, Sarah, for joining our show. And I gotta say, what a great video question. And I wanna know exactly where you are because I'm not there. It looks so nice. I don't know about you all, but I feel like we should all be hanging out there with her talking about points and travel. But first, congratulations, Sarah, on your engagement. Make sure to send us some pictures, please. And let's get to your question. All right, team, Sarah needs help with Bali. Kehalani, she's calling on you specifically and because she's going to be staying at the Alila. So what do you got for Sarah? I'm so happy that you booked that hotel. You are going to love it. Uh, I think one thing I want to tell you about the experiences over there is don't forget by the pool, they give popsicles in little cups filled with ice. You can eat as many of those as you want. They're complimentary. I recommend getting a couple's massage. It's a lot of fun. It's kind of funny because they give these little paper underwears and the men and the women were the same thing. (laughs) 
So we were cracking up at that. With your points, I think um, some suggestions I have is first decide what type of plane and seat you want to ride on and take a look around to make sure you're riding in the right aircraft. Do you want to do business class or do you want to fly in economy for the rest of your trip? You can stretch a lot of your chase points with the hotels in Asia. Your points can go really far. You can use your city points to fly from Asia to Europe with Turkish Airlines. So if you move your points to Turkish, that's an option. Another option is moving your chase points to Air France to get back from Europe to North America. And you can do that for a low amount in economy and even in business if you search for those flights. Miguel, what advice can you give to Sarah? Yeah, I agree. For the city points, I would definitely use them for Turkish. And you have, I think you said 90,000 points. That's enough for two people in business class from the U.S. to Istanbul. And then for the rest of the itinerary, then I would probably use Air Canada's airplane program. And you can piece together up to six different segments on the same one-way flight. So you can have a lot of options to how you want to get there. I would definitely use uh, Seats.Aero to piece that together. They do have a search feature using Air Canada's Aeroplan program so you could find availability, you know, from one place to the next and use our code so you could save some money. What about you, Mitch? Yeah, Aeroplan is great, Miguel. So first off, funny that Sarah, you should ask about this because Porat and I, we have our trip booked to Bali coming up this October. And like you, we are really excited. We booked our stay at the Andaz in Bali. That's 15,000 Hyatt points a night. And we're going to have tons of pictures and videos to share with you about that. As to flights, what I can share with you, I'll share with you exactly what we booked to get there. I used our Seats.Aero to find some availability and they noticed some Singapore Airlines availability. Now, Port and I, we love taking the nonstop from LAX to Singapore. I was able to book this with Aeroplan miles. I transferred miles from Chase directly over to Aeroplan. Here's what I did. I booked LA to Singapore, then to Bali for 92,500 points per person each way. Now, you may say that's a little more than what you've seen, and I'd say you're right, because what's great about Aeroplan is you can book a stopover for just an additional 5,000 miles. So we're going to stop in Singapore. It's one of my favorite cities for three nights. Then we're going to head on down to Bali. For our return, we booked the same routing, but in reverse with no stopover. So that cost us 87,500 miles to go from Bali to Singapore, then nonstop on to L. The taxes and fees was about $400 total for all the flights. I'd recommend, if possible, maybe heading on up to New York if you can find some award space and maybe go from New York to Singapore on one of the longest flights in the world. And if you can't find award space, Singapore also offers premium economy on that route. So the plane only has business and premium economy seats. It doesn't have coach. So you may want to check that out as well. So Serena, what advice do you have for Sarah? Hi, Sarah. So I hear you like snorkeling and I do too. I love snorkeling. And it's so great that you're going to be in Indonesia because Indonesia has some of the best snorkeling. The best snorkeling in the world is actually in Indonesia. And it's a place called Raja Ampat. And Raja Ampat is a group of islands. It's in Indonesia and it's so full of marine life. There is actually nowhere else on earth that has the marine diversity that Raja Ampat has. And it's great for snorkelers. So the problem is it's very remote and it's difficult to get to. You're probably going to have to take multiple flights, probably overnight and a ferry at some point, but you're already in the area. So I think it's a great opportunity to go 
there because this is a once in a lifetime trip. And since you're there, you might as well see the best snorkeling place on earth. I wanted to go many years ago, but then I had children. And so, you know, I never made it. Maybe I will one day, but I recommend you go now before life gets even more crazy. Nicole, what advice do you have for Sarah? Hey, Sarah, thank you for coming in from South Florida and congratulations on your engagement and your upcoming wedding. With Serena talking about activities and you having so many chase points, I would suggest you take a look in the chase portal where you can book a few activities there using your chase points. Last year, I used the chase portal to book a surfing lesson for my family and I, and the points price was relatively cheap compared to the cash price. So when you go to book through the travel portal, there is a tab for flights, rental cars, hotel, and one for activity. I think this is a little known fact that you can actually use your chase points to book different excursions and activities. And this is great since you have so many chase points. Take a look at all the activities that are available and see which one would suit you best. That is a great tip, Nicole. Thank you. And thank you, everyone. And thank you, Sarah, for sending sending us your video question. It's so easy for you to be on our show. Simply drop us a line on any of our social media channels, or you can email us at let's get to the points at gmail.com. And we'll answer your question right here. All right, before we close, we've got another round of your questions from Instagram. Look for the questions on the screen if you're watching on Spotify and YouTube. Here we go, guys. Best short, quick responses. Wonder Mom on Points asks, how do you all juggle your normal corporate jobs, travel hacking, family, and social media? Hmm, Miguel. So my job is actually very flexible, the work schedule. So I'm able to move my days off around to not request as much PTO when I take a trip. I try not to get on social media a lot during the weekend and spend more family time. Also, if I'm on a family trip, I'll try to do some content, but I won't post until later on when I have more time to edit and that. But that's kind of what I do. What about you, Nicole? Ah, uh, the juggling. <laughs> Let's just say if I were juggling fruit, I'd have a lot of fruit punch on the floor. What usually ends up on the floor is sleep. Because I work at school, I get to travel during the holiday and I don't have to request PTO time. So I try to make sure our travel are, is within that time. Content creation, I usually do it early in the morning after my run and sleep is what gets left on the floor. How about you, Keholani? The juggle for me isn't as much as everyone else here on the show. We are empty nesters. Our daughters are grown up. They don't live in our house. I used to homeschool them. So now I'm at home just doing this. I'm taking care of my mom because my dad recently passed away. So a lot of times I post post late at night when I have time. Usually when I'm posting, I find that Nicole wakes up and she's on her treadmill going for a run. So we are DMing each other during that time. I also enjoy day trading stocks. I haven't had much time to do it lately. I'm hoping to have more time to get back into it. And that's usually in the mornings I would get up at 3 a.m. and trade stocks at New York time. How about you, Serena? So the juggle is very hard. I have a demanding day job. I have young kids. They have tons of activities. And we pets at dogs on the side. It's really hard. And so if I'm going to add something to the mix, it has to be something that brings me great joy. And being on this Let's Get to the Points team brings me a huge amount of joy. So I'm willing to add it to my pile because I have so much fun talking to you guys every week. And so of course, something has to give and it's my house. My house is a pigsty. So I never clean my house. My husband does though. So I'm glad I have him. 
How about you, Mitch? Yeah, that's a good husband that you got there, Serena. I would say for me, I think video and audio has always been a passion of mine. And being able to do this show with all of you guys and being able to do content creating, that's what I love doing so much. So it's just what I do. So, you know, you make time for the stuff that you love the most, right? All right. Next question comes from Life at Deborah's, and they ask, what card is everyone signing up for next? And what card have you or are you about to cancel? Ooh, Miguel. So I'm about to cancel one of my business platinum cards. So I currently have two. I had three at once at one time, but right now I have two and the annual fee just came due. So I'm going to get rid of one of them. And as far as next, I really don't have one in mind because I just got the uh, City World Elite MasterCard, American Airlines, and that has a big spend. So that's all I'm focused on right now. What about you, Nicole? Well, I'm about to cancel my American Express business goal card. That annual fee is coming due in about a month or two. I don't have any plans for any new cards just yet. We are currently working on our Chase Inc. preferred minimum spend. How about you, Kehalani? We're not planning on canceling any cards. Right now, I'm not working on any minimum spends. I'm using my City and Barclay cards that I haven't used in a while so I can get approved for more cards. And the next cards that we have planned um, to get is the 100000 bonus, the Chase Business Preferred card. And we're planning to get the City American Airlines card. How about you, Serena? So I'm about to cancel the Alaska Business cards. I got it in both my name and my husband's name last year when it had a 70k bonus. Right now it's only 50k, so I took advantage of it last year. And right now I'm working on the Hilton cards because I opened several of the Hilton cards right before the bonus ended. I'm trying to stockpile some Hilton points because there's some new properties that we're waiting to go see. How about you, Mitch? I've got a couple of American Express Platinum cards that I'm about to cancel unless they give me a really good retention offer, then I'll think about that. As to what cards I'm looking for next, I want to get back into City. It's been a while since I've gotten any City cards. So I'm kind of looking for the City Premier. I'm waiting for kind of one of those 80,000-ish range sign-up bonuses. That's what I'm looking for next. And our final question comes from SB Curbs, and they ask, loving the podcast, I got to know, what is your biggest travel-related regret or mistake? Miguel. I'd say not starting sooner. Like, what was I doing in my 20s? Because <laughs> I just started traveling like maybe you know, five years ago. What about you, Nicole? So I started travel hacking about a year ago. And our first trip was to Portugal. And when I got into it, I for some reason, I wanted to go to Colombia. And rather than follow one of the commandments about chasing the deal, I chased the destination. And I ended up paying about $800 per ticket for each one of my family members to go from Miami to Colombia round trip. And if you look at the prices from Miami to Colombia, they're about two to three hundred dollars if you get a good deal. Me spending $3,200 on a flight that's only three hours away was not a good choice. What about you, Kehalani? I actually can't think of any. And that's not because I'm trying to be perfect or anything. I think it's because we take things as it goes. So there are a lot of mistakes and stuff and it's just all piled in there with the good things. Like for example, on our last trip in Japan, like we're at the airport and Vic will tell me like going down the escalator, like here we go to the loser line, you know? <laughs> we gotta go stand in line again to see if we can get on the flight. So yeah, it just... 
How about you, Serena? Um, so I guess one of my regrets is not pulling my kids out of school earlier when they were younger. So my kids are getting older and it's getting harder and harder for them to miss school. So I wish we had traveled a lot more during the preschool years where it didn't matter. And I just wish we had just done a lot more then because I think the amount of travel that we can do from here on out will be much less because my, my oldest is getting older and she freaks out when she misses school and some classwork. How about you, Mitch? Mine is a little bit maybe too specific to the points and miles type thing. But, you know, I've talked about this before. A couple of years ago, Cathay Pacific had that mistake fare for first class where they sold it for $800. And I only bought two of those. Hindsight's always 2020, but I wish I would have bought like 10 of those because it was like my <laughs> favorite flight that I've ever took. And I should have, I wish I would have just bought a whole bunch more, but I didn't. So that's probably my biggest regret. Keep the Instagram questions coming. We love them and we love answering them here on our show. It's a lot of fun. So please follow us on Instagram and jump in on the next question poll we have. That's it for now. I want to thank all of our hosts, Serena from Passion for Points. Bye everyone. Kay Halani from Points to Travel Expert. Aloha. Miguel from Travel Sergeant. Bye. Nicole from Nicole's Travel Tips. Bye guys. See you next week. And I'm Mitch Shannon from Sea to a Suite. Remember to like and subscribe to this audio and video podcast wherever you you find us on social media. Thanks for watching and listening. Watch for our next episode soon.